The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness. Welcome to the Access Consciousness Show. I have as my special guest today, Simone Milicis, the worldwide coordinator of Access, and Brendan Watt. Who is you know our you know our resident guy who does anything and everything to make sure that we get everywhere? <laughs> Hi Gary, thanks for having me. Hi Gary, thanks for having Hi, you Gary. both. Thank you for having me too. I'm so lucky. Yeah, I get so lucky. Hey, so today we're gonna take up some of the uh, some of the comments that we get on access uh, on the feedback line with the Voice America, and this is from September. So, what I want to say really is a long, throaty hello, and (laughs) that one, because I cured myself of a nasty headache a few days ago using an access tool I improvised on. As an aside, I think Gary sounds exactly like Michael Douglas. Well, thank you kindly, I think. Now, if I had his wife, then everything would be perfect. I started listening to your radio shows upon a friend's reference. I see a lot of doors just swinging open for me. My story is very similar to Dane's in that all through my growing years, I was an achiever and couldn't understand why my adult life was going so terrible. I come from a very similar family as well, with an energy label of victim, stuck on all the members and glow-in-the-dark letters. I have lived years and years going in and out of depression. People who know me will never believe this because on the outside, I'm this funny, cheerful, social person. Anyway, long story short, just like that, I got inducted into this space of learning about how to clean up my stuff. I, I am fascinated by how energy can determine the flow of life. I have tons of stories on how small miracles have happened to me. Some total of results on account of whatever, Soul Temple Meditation and Access most recently. These are early days for me, and I do tend to relapse into the self-pity and lethargy mode often, but hope that I can snap out of it once and for all. You guys are great. Love your sense of humor. Here's a long-distance hug from Bangalore, India. Cheers. So, uh, so the one thing We're I going to, to India soon. We're going to be in India, aren't we? I wonder if this guy knows that we're actually going to be in India. We're going to be in there in November. Gary will be doing classes in Mumbai, so you actually might get to meet Gary. Wow, that would be weird. 
Yeah, we're going. You're actually going to be doing a divorceless relationship class in India, Gary. <laughs> I am. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, you based on your book. Good, good country for it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So uh, one thing I'd like to say is, you know, be aware that you know it's like that when you go through these different things of cleaning up your past and the depression stuff. When you grow up with people who are depressed, and obviously you must have. But what you're going to get is the one thing that will occur again and again and again is every time you pass by somebody who's depressed on the street, you will perceive that energy and you will assume somehow it's related to you. It isn't. 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't belong to you, including them. So please ask the question, is this mine? And if it does, if it lightens up at all, it's not yours. So you know, if it gets heavy, it might be yours. The chances are not really so. Okay, next one. Uh, Gary and Dane, I have such gratitude for you both. Access has been such a gift in my world. I've taken bars, level one, and multiple other classes with June and Sabine here in London, Ontario. I'm making the money to show up to do level two and three and the ESB with you in person. What would it take? I love your Becoming a Great Actor episode on Voice America. As a writer, I've been playing with and asking for more ease and money and fame with my writing. This is totally a humanoid type question, but how do I know if I'm doing it right? Well, first of all, if you're doing it, you're doing it right. Just keep asking. Uh, it's not about doing it right. It's about actually continuing to ask. Because one of the things I notice is with, when people are when people are going forward in their lives, they have this tendency to decide that something isn't working. And the moment they decide it isn't working, all the energy they built that was creating so much goes away. You know, I'm sure that, you know, Simone, you probably have had one or two experiences of that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, sorry, sorry, I'm just trying to find the thing where you were at. Okay. I asked my body to take in the energy of prolific best-selling authors like J.K. Rowling before I begin writing. Will things feel differently in my body if I'm allowing this energy in? Will my writing flow with more ease? What do I look for? What you look for is, are you happy with the results you're getting? Because that's the important part. It's like if you're actually happy with the results, then you're actually creating what you want, which is your style of writing with the energy of these other people involved in helping you create. So it's not a wrongness or a rightness. It's a choice you have to make to create something different. Okay. All right. Next one. Do you want me to read First. them for you, Harry? What's that? Do you want me to read them for you? Oh, that would be nice. Thank you, because my voice is going. I've been I know, talking I know you've too been much. Busy Besides today. that, I've been yelling today. <laughs> okay, so the next one is, first, and I can do it my Aussie accent. First, let me say how much I love and appreciate that you guys do this every week. I look forward to Thursday so much. Thank you. I listen to the podcast while driving, getting ready in the morning when working. So that's harder because I just want to focus on you guys. And when cleaning the house, I like to think. I like to. I like to think my car, house, and even the roads are I drive on are getting the benefit of your podcast too and are becoming more conscious. Yep. Because of the tools, clearings you have shared, we've made and are still making changes to our business, life, and living, which is increasing our joy on the daily. 
My fiancé is starting to show up in cool and new ways, is using the tools too, and is getting a, and getting happier. Such a bummer. I know, right? <laughs> I noticed the next topic is, topic is symphony possibilities and had to write in. Part of what has changed for us is being willing to see additional possibilities that were not even there several months ago, one of which is the willingness to start a Kickstarter campaign. So my question is, what can I do to increase visibility and awareness around my Kickstarter project? I'm all set and clear for takeoff and will launch my project Wednesday this week. Any suggestions, clearings or well wishes would be hugely appreciated and well received. I might have to explain to Gary what a Kickstarter campaign is. Um, I just followed the energy with this, asked the bookazine my idea what it wanted to be and what I could do to help it show up as it would like. Anyway, if you have feedback, thoughts or anything else, please, please let me know. Thank you so much, Access. Uh, person who fills these things and will read this first. And thank you, Gary and Dane. Without you guys, the thought of putting my idea on Kickstarter would never have occurred to me or I would have been too wrapped up in, co in considerations to follow through. Or worse, I would have just judged my writing into oblivion instead of realizing it is a sweet entity that just needs a little loving to come to fruition. Oh, Gary, reading stuff like this, it's like I'm so grateful for you and Dane. I'm so grateful for Access as well. It's like there's, I was talking to someone this morning and... Um, basically about like choosing something different, but it was like she just didn't didn't wish to choose that place of knowing that something could work out or it could be different. Like and as Dane says, which I love, it's like nothing ever shows up the way you think it's gonna show up. So a, a Kickstarter campaign uh, do you know what a Kickstarter campaign is, Gary? No. Okay, so it's something that you it's um remember a friend of ours, Karen Jones, who's a singer, she did that whole thing that uh, to raise money to do her new jazz album. So it's like you go online and you basically create this campaign to raise money for something. But it's about grabbing people's attention. And it's also you gift them certain things, like if you, you know, donate X amount, you know, you've got a CD or you've got a book or something like that. Or if you donate a bigger amount, you could get your name on the back of the CD or something, you know, something to that effect. So, But it's basically about what to grab everybody's attention and, like, I mean, cool massive amounts of energy, too, I would say, like using the, the access energy tools um, yep. into the project. So, and then if you, okay, so if you do that, you pull massive amounts of energy from all over the world to every single person who's looking for your project, who doesn't even know that your project exists, who can't help but find it and pull it into the project. And it's like, and ask the project, the campaign, whatever Kickstarter campaign you're doing, to let little trickles out onto the whole entire world, the whole entire universes even, and ask it to pull in the people who would actually like to contribute to it and ask it to equalize the flow. So it sort of takes you out of doing the hard work as well, finding yourself a chair, <laughs> and allowing the project to actually invite the contribution too. That's what I would suggest. Over to you, Gary. I, I would agree with that totally. And the other thing is, destroy and uncreate everything you decided the the kickstart is every day so that you're always in a creative mode. So you want to destroy and uncreate everything the project was yesterday, every morning. And with that, you'll start to look at different possibilities, different ways you can create more, different ways for different things to come. And keep asking, okay, every time something good happens, what else is possible? Every time something bad happens, what else is possible? So that you start looking for everything, at everything from a sense of the possibility not sense the sense of the hopelessness or the wrongness or anything else like that. 
Yeah, don't kill it if it's not showing up the way you think it should show up. I see people do that all the time. They kill their project, their campaign, their business, and it kills all the future possibilities as well. It's like Gary said, it's like you continue to ask questions no matter what. It's like every moment, okay, what else is possible? How does it get any better than this? And it's like those those simple few words, you know, questions will create so much more and will allow so much more to expand and for you to have more awareness. So totally, I'm with you, G. <laughs> well, well, it's like, you know, it's like one of the things for all of you out there, you may not know this, but Simone has a book called The Joy of Business. It was very <laughs> funny because we were in Malulabon, we were walking along the, the boardwalk there. And she said, why are these people not doing this? Because this could be so fun. And uh, and I said, what do you mean? She said, well, it's like, why would they do something they don't like? Why wouldn't they find the joy in it? I go, joy of business? Do you actually think people have that as a point of view? I said, honey, you need to write a book about that because <laughs> people don't have it. And I thought and she, I was going to Gary for a while, and then I eventually did it. <laughs> And it's true. My point of view is always like, why would you do it if you didn't love it? And it's like, I mean, you know how much, like, if you're actually, if you're creating something and doing something that you love, I mean, you know, money follows joy. Joy doesn't follow money. So it's like when you're doing something that you love, it's like the money will show up. The possibilities will show up. And it's like I've never been one of those people that wakes up on a Monday and goes, oh, it's Monday. You know, you've got the whole week. And it's like besides the fact that we work every day and have fun every day. So how does it get any better than that? (laughs) How does it? Indeed. No, it's like, and, you know, it's like, and it's like, say, I'm hoping we're going to get some good news. So... We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, actually, the interesting thing is, though, um, so Brendan, who's also with us, um, he's applied for something. And it's interesting because it's a pretty major thing, and there's over, like, 100,000 applicants. But this morning he said to me, you know what, I'm so grateful to be surrounded by the people that I that I am, like, with everyone you know, that people that he knows in access, because energetically there's more support for him actually creating more in his life than I think hardly anyone has. And it's like that's with using the access tools. It's like, I mean, I've never hung out with so many people who have no judgment, like no judgment of what you're choosing. Yeah. No judgment of, and it's like, Gary, you taught me that. And I remember a long time ago you said the day that you realized that judgment only created things to be, you know, sort of, you go down, yeah, creates the, what? Destruction. Destruction, and it's sort of going down a rabbit hole. You made the demand that you wouldn't judge and that you wouldn't live in judgment, you wouldn't judge others, etc. and it's like being in a world like that, that's what I'd like the whole entire world to be like, and it's like an incredible, you know, space to be surrounded by people like that, so I'm incredibly grateful. Me too. I've got this, yeah. uh, this new personal assistant. And he's from Pakistan, and it's very interesting because uh, he talked about going to Pakistan, and he said there is no law, there is no order. It's like nobody does anything. And if you want to get get away with something, you just bribe somebody. He said it's very strange to be there because it's (laughs) like you know that there's nothing that you you can count on. I went, wow. That's true, actually. I mean, yeah. I used to do business in India, and it's like you'd, you'd just pay back sheets, which is bribery money. You knew that you had to pay it to get your goods out of the country, or you had to pay someone 
to get your stuff made, you know, quicker or on time or something like that. And the road rules, I love the road rules. It's like you just drive anywhere and everywhere. If there's a space, you get in there and you get through. <laughs> so. Well, I have a question. Since you've been there, how many dented cars are there? <laughs> uh, there's quite a few. There's, um, but you don't, I mean, for the amount of cars out in the road, it'd be interesting to know, you know, I mean, there's what, 14 billion people or something in India. So it'd be interesting to see, like, how many there are compared to uh, um, the amount of people actually out there driving. I mean, you know, you see the motorbikes and the rickshaws and there's, like, a whole family on a motorbike, whereas, you know, in Australia it's, like, <laughs> two people to a bike and wearing your helmet and, you know, it's, like, the rules and regulations are definitely out the window in India. But you do see... Yeah, I've been in an accident in India. <laughs> Was it fun? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the place has absolutely, like your assistant says, like, I mean, same as Pakistan, it's like, it, there's no logic anywhere. So it's like, it's, if, you, if you think your train or your, you know, plane or bus is going to be on time and you are sort of set in that way that, that all your ducks have to be in a row, then we should yeah. have been, then it's a hard thing to have it to look at. But if you're willing just to go, okay, the bus will get here when the bus gets here or the train will leave when the train leaves and enjoy the moment and the adventure, then it's a lot easier. <laughs> cool. Well, folks, it's about time for us to take a break, and we'll have some great announcements here for you about all this stuff that we do. And uh, hold, hold that phone and stay with us, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everybody. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, 
just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. It's Gary with my special guest, Brendan and Simone. And uh, we were trying to answer some of the feedback we've gotten. So uh, one of them I got was very nice. Love you. Can't wait to meet you one day. <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. I like that. I've tried to leave feedback on the Is Now the Time site, and a survey did not appear on the page. It's probably the reason that you haven't gotten any feedback for a while. Anyway, I just wanted to thank you both for facilitating my awareness where I am making small choices and avoiding the large world, changing ones with deep appreciation. And so, okay, that's another one. So next one, your process has helped me so much. I started a new job today, managing a nightclub, which to me means I will finally be able to afford your classes. You guys are the best. Thank you for all your contributions to me. We're so glad to be able to do that. It's like... So I have a process I think I want to run here. So what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the limited contribution you are choosing? Everything that is times of God is the only way to start and create it all. Right. Talking about online shorts, boys and beyond. Good. Thank you. You're my official pot potter. <laughs> How did I get to we, should, we, we should have Brendan do it because, you know, because like everybody says, he's sort of like Dane. Uh, well, I think it was funny. I was just sitting here thinking, well, I'm so glad I can be a contribution to the show anyway because getting a getting a word in with um with you and then Simone sitting next to me is going to be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much impossible. What yeah. are you trying to say, Brendan? I'm not saying anything. I'm implying a thing. I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying you guys are you guys are radio hogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally stage hogs. Exactly. Well, the good news is if you get on that television program you're trying out for, you'll be a stage hog. Exactly. Hey, and right. One thing. One thing. I, I will. I, I will help you become um, stage hog. By the way. Yeah. One thing I wanted to add, like when you're talking about. We were talking about a few things before, and, and a big thing that comes up for me was, like, uh, today when they did call me, and I, mean, I have to call them back, and, you know, and and I was thinking, oh, well, they must not have had as many applications this year, or, or I wonder why they'd be, you know, like, and I went, the first thing I went to was doubt. So I wonder how many of us go to that place of, well, 
was doing that. Oh, pretty much everybody has. Because you can't believe that when you ask for something, it's going to show up. Yeah, it's like, with so much hate. Yeah, it's like I said before, when the truth in the Bible is asking, shall receive. But everybody yeah. goes, yeah, but that can't be true for me. What? Why can't it be true for you? Why can't it be true for everybody? So why is it our, why is it our first response? Well, I mean, did you grow up in a family in which you managed to get everything you wanted when you were a kid? No. Were you, uh, were you around people who always told you it's not a problem, you'll always get what you want? No, well, everyone used to tell me that, that it wasn't possible. Anything that I'd come up with was like, well, that's not possible. That's why. Because yeah. most of up with people that say it's not possible. But now it is. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, with access, it becomes possible. Yeah. So my mum always used to say to me, you can't have everything, you know. Like, why not? <laughs> I want everything. But I like everything. Exactly. It's got nothing That's to do with the process that we're talking about either. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like you just got to be willing to have that. Uh, yeah. Next one. So okay. Let's run Sorry. the process. Let's run the process. What creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the limited, when they say limited, contribution. The limited contributions you are choosing. Yeah. Everything that is not the alien we just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, bad, pardon, talk, going on, short, boys, me on. You're the official pot fucker now. Yeah. Yep. I, I got a call from somebody the other day, and they said, my mother, who's been terrible for her entire life, has changed. How do you explain that? I said, I don't know. Maybe the pock and pot people came and took her in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if everybody could have their you know, family members who are annoying pock and potted in the middle of the night and do some prayer? Well, wouldn't it be awesome as well if we realized all the things that we grew up with weren't actually us? Like, you told me a, a few weeks ago about something, well, that that was going on for me, and you and you asked me the same questions. It was about what I grew up with, and was that a possibility? And I was like, no, and and I'd made it my reality. So it's, it seems to be like 95% of us are, are doing that. It's like we're functioning from the things we were shown rather than what we know is possible. Well, it's probably our greatest way of learning is to follow by something we see and show and you know, we've been shown and duplicating it. And it's, unfortunately, what most have been shown is pretty much ugly. Yeah. Not, definitely not about possibilities. So, what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the limited contribution you are receiving, are you choosing? Everything that is, times we got, so we're just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, corn on, short, boys and beyonds. Oh. More? <laughs> <laughs> you just added in receiving and that gave it all new. You, you. Yeah, I know, but I do that. You know, it's, it's one of my best talents and abilities always to add something. <laughs> and it's like, usually if I don't, Dane does, so. So, what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the limited 
contribution you are receiving are you choosing? Everything that is times a God's billion, we just throw it and create it all. I'll go and hide short as far as me arms. Nice. <laughs> so what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the limited contribution you are receiving are you choosing? Yeah, everything that is times a God's billion, we just try and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys, meons. Hmm. Wow. That's noise. So, so what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the limited contribution you are receiving or you're choosing? Everything that is times a God's billion, we just try and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, corn, iron, shorts, boys, meons. Nice, isn't it? Yeah. Not really. Okay, good. So next <laughs> one. I seem to be experiencing a more expanded sense of myself lately at times. It's very nice. Also, I'm knowing changes in how I be. I sometimes don't need people the way I used to think I did. I think I often feel like I am in uncharted territory. You are. What would it take for me to be into it, then out of it, be okay with both, and what the hell that could, what the heck else is possible? Well, keep asking that question, what the heck else is possible, and keep functioning from the place of realizing it's like allowance is, it's all an interesting point of view, and everything is included, and nothing is judged. Next one. I love you guys. I cannot express enough. Thank you and thank yous and gratitude. Where does Dane get his ideas like awareness revolution and how to talk to your body? Where does this information come from? How do you know it's right? Channeling? No. It's not about channeling. It's like literally about learning to trust yourself. Dane came up with the the you know, the awareness revolution as a result of us talking about what he wanted to create in life. He says, I want to create a, you know, a revolution of awareness. Because it's like, a, without awareness, it's like, where is the planet going to go? What's going to happen? It's like, does it have, you know, is it going to continue to survive? I said, you're absolutely right. We have to change that. I don't know what we have to do, but I'm on board and I'm part of the revolution too. Viva la revolution. <laughs> Me too. I like it. Oh, and how to talk to your body was something I taught him. And I taught him that, and it's like, and you can learn this from a facilitator if you need help, but what you do is you, you know, you go out to lunch or something with somebody and you, you, you go, okay, body, what do you want? And it's like, literally, you begin to get what your body actually desires. And it's like there was a lady who called and, you know, or a lady who sent a thing. It's like, very nice that you guys get to go out to the restaurants all the time, but the rest of us actually have to eat home. How the hell do we decide that? But, oh, sorry. Well, we don't mention that very much, but basically it boils down to don't go to the store on an empty stomach. Big mistake. You always end up with too much stuff in your cart. But go to the store, and, if, you know, it's like if you need to, what you can do is Put your heels and toes together. 
and put the thing in front of your solar plexus. And if your body wants it, it'll go forward. And if it doesn't, it'll go backwards. Go side to side, probably your choice. So just be aware that there's a different possibility if you choose it. And something you also taught me too, Gary, which just to add to that was, like, say if I looked at something and I'd go, oh, yes, I, I would like that. You're like, which, is it you or your body? And I noticed, say, with different things, like, say, sauces was interesting. It was like, oh, I like that sauce, but my body doesn't necessarily, like cheese. I like cheese, but my body doesn't necessarily like eating cheese all that much. So there was a difference between me and my body. And it's like, for me, it was like trying to destroy my body for so long, too. <laughs> it's like, then I would choose what my body didn't like. So it was like this yeah. overriding. And it's like the thing is, is, is you learn to listen to your body. Your body will give you examples like, like for instance, that you, you know, it's like you will have, yeah, <clears throat> either the kind, the burps or the farts, one of the two. And it's like... <laughs> Just a choice. Just a choice. It's all very interesting. But uh, I, you know, did I tell you that uh, that I that I was paying attention? I was uh, doing a television program, and I've been doing this these new access processes that are designed to sort of like turn back the clock a little bit. And Joan Rivers was on. I, she was on the television, and she was going, "Okay, you know, getting old sucks." And she said. You know, it's like when you look at it, you're 40. When you get hit 40, you, you know, you start to lose your eyesight. When you hit 50, you start to lose your memory. When you hit 60, you fart all the time. And when you hit <laughs> 70, you can't smell anything. So it's like, you know, between 60 and 70, it's not a nice time. And it's like I was cracking up. But when I left the hotel, one of the things I noticed is I started to fart like crazy. And I went, but, but could you I went, not smell your own farts? Because you farted a lot, but couldn't smell either. Yeah, it's like now I should be old enough not to smell them, but they were so bad I could smell them. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting because they went, oh, Bonnie, are you trying to tell me you've gone back to 60 now? Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, no. I'll figure out back to less than 50. That'll be good. Nice. How does it get any better than that? Reverse aging. Well, it's like I always say, it's like I have CRS. I can't remember shite. <laughs> but you can get that at any age. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, you can get that at any age. It's definitely a, uh, a result of consciousness. You stop trying to remember stuff and you just go, oh, what's this and what do I do with it? Much better way yeah, like it. how many times I, I wake up and I have no idea where I am. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> where's the bathroom? <laughs> what country am I in? Yeah, I know. It's, isn't it interesting that we are wondering what, you know. Well, what it actually does is it creates a place where you have to be in question. Like, I just ran across, I mean, we arrived here from Australia today in the U.S. And I just ran across the road with someone that we work with, and I literally ran across going, left, right, left, right, because it was like eight lanes. <laughs> I couldn't, I wasn't quite sure where the cars were coming from, but it's like, you have to, as I'm running across, I'm like, which side of the road? Where are the cars coming from? Like, I have to ask questions. You have to be in the question. Yeah, well, when you travel to a lot of different countries, you really have to be aware of that. I kind of like <laughs> places like Italy because it's like, 
you just go whether the light is right or not. You know, it's like places like in New York where you just walk across the street if nobody's coming and, and if somebody's coming, you really want to pay attention. So it's always interesting to see what happens, you know, in these different countries because every place you go, there's a different possibility if you're willing to look at it. Yes, there is. So I cannot master the light and heavy thing. Well, it's like it's not about mastering, it's about keeping asking. You know, it's like the thing is, it's like when somebody tells you that you're ugly, does that make you feel light or heavy? The lie makes you feel heavy. What you're trying to do is determine what's light or heavy, determine what your choice should be. Problem is, it's not going to work. So you got to go back and look at it. Okay, so this one makes me feel lighter, this one doesn't. And it's like, it would be like taking, you know, it's like, okay, let's say you take a cherry pie and you put it in front of you and you go, I'm going to eat all this pie. How's that feel, body? Your body will probably push away from it because it doesn't really want to eat a whole cherry pie. Might like a piece or two or three, but definitely eating all of it is not its criterion. So you got to start with that, Okay. Asking my body what it wants to wear. Pocking potty. Who does this belong to? Hey, Gary, I think we should go to a break now. Okay. Well, then we'll go That's to a break right. now. Good idea. Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. keeping... You're welcome. I always get <laughs> All right. We'll be back shortly, folks, with more Access Consciousness. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? 
check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. It's Gary Douglas again. And my two guests, you know, hosts with me today are Simone Millicis from... Australia, Worldwide Coordinator of Access, and Brendan Watt, who is just, he keeps us on schedule. Thank you, Brendan, for all the gifts you are every day. I'm so grateful a, when I get an email from he's you. A, he's a multitasker. <laughs> and he's a man. And I'm a man. Woo-hoo. Wow. See what Access can do. See what Access can do. can turn a man into a multitasker. Into a woman. <laughs> well, sometimes. That's debatable. I don't think he actually turned him into a woman because he still likes to shag too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I've been told sometimes I could maybe wear a dress, but it's probably another topic. Yeah, only when you're having a weak, pale, and interesting moment. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not another topic. The next thing that somebody's talking about is she says the tools that she's using in the show is asking my body what it wants to wear. And you know what? I love the men in my life when they're doing... Uh, what you call mangina, when they're like, you know what, I think I need to wear a dress. It just makes it so much easier if they're doing cranky or, or you know, that sort of energy. Yeah. And it's like, all right, it makes it funny. It's like, yeah, put a dress on. Like, they're enjoying it. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like allowance includes everything. Consciousness yeah. includes everything without judgment. So cranky should be part of everything that's there. I mean, I today, it's like, We've got these guys got these guys making a patio or putting brick on our patio so it won't be just ugly concrete. And they did the pattern and they did the pattern wrong. And it's like and they had to cut bricks in half and they had to cut bricks, you know, half the long way and slice them so that they were thinner to make the pattern that they had work because they didn't do it right. And instead of it's like, and I went ballistic. I was just like, I am so freaking cranky about this. I'm paying all this money to get this thing done, and you're doing a crap job. Now take that out and start this part over again. 
And I had been really nice to them. You know, it's like I've offered them beers and tried to take care of them for, you know, since they've been here. And so when when they did this, it's like you should have seen the shock look on their faces because they figured they could get away with anything with me because they'd been so nice to them. Uh, no, sorry, that's not happening. You're going to do it right or you're going to suffer the consequences. And it's like, you know, I should have probably put on a dress instead. But <laughs> I got cranky anyway. But it made me happy. Well, that, that, that is allowance, though, too. It's like yeah. allowing them to mess you around like that. Yeah, I can allow that, you know, they can't get away with this. Yeah. So, so it looks like one of the next questions here, Gary, is from someone who's a teacher. Yeah. Let's do that one. So she says, what questions do I ask to create the energy of learning, safety, change, kindness? I stand in front of kids every day. How do I remember to stay in the question? What questions do I ask? Well, the one thing you might want to ask, and it's like I've had a lot of teachers come to access, and I, and I say to them, so it's like, why don't you ask the kids, so what do you want to learn about today? We'll take half an hour to learn about, you know, we'll talk about or deal with anything you want to learn. And it's like, if you do that, then the kids will actually have more attention on the things you want to teach them, things you need to teach them. And it's so interesting to see this work. I had one lady who said, my kids are totally out of control. What do I do? I said, sit quietly and do nothing. I said, well, how long do I have to do that? I said, probably between three and five days. And she got to the fourth day of doing this, and, they, and the kids, like, sort of stopped. They went, teacher, why aren't you controlling us? Well, because it's like you need to control you, and if you really want to learn, I'm here, and if you don't, it's fine. You can stay back here. I don't care. I might get fired, but you know what? It's not worth fighting you. They went, what? That's not <laughs> worth fighting you. And it's like literally that year, her kids got better scores than any other class in the school because she had just said, okay, so what do you want to learn? Let's talk about what you want to learn. Now I have to say, teach you this other thing because we have to, you have to do well on the test or else, you know, it's like I won't be able to do this with anybody else ever again. And it's like, and the kids got behind it and created it. Very amazing. That's cool, giving kids choice. Yeah, give them choice. Hmm. You know, I remember with my um, stepson, he was reading a book one day, like, you know, he used to read certain books at school. And he does not particularly like reading. He told me that it's really not, it doesn't really not, not worthwhile. And I said, what about the video games that you want to play? So, but the funny thing was, he looked at me and he goes, this book is boring. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It is boring. So it's like, what would you like to read? Yeah. Like asking them. And he loves finding out information. Like, you know, he likes knowing how things are built or how something works or something like that. So he'll read about that. But... Not some, I mean, some of the kids' books out now are like, they're not that interesting, so. Well, it's like they're probably not, you know, appropriate for his age group either. You know, for his, for his age. You know, it's like he's, he's had a lot more questions asked of him. He's mm. been encouraged to think for himself. It's like most of those books for kids have not been encouraged to encourage kids to think. Nope. No. And there's a few cool. people involved in Access who've been, you know, playing with writing books. There's uh, Simone Perdue's got one out, which is great. And it's um, uh, it's called Things That Go Bump in the Night. 
Uh, it's on the Access Consciousness website, but it's basically about kids um, seeing entities, you know, at night, and it's like, what, you know, ghosts, whatever you want to call them, and imaginary kind of friends. Imaginary friends, and it's like, I mean, our step, my stepson talks to his friends all the time, his imaginary friends, but we never disempower him about it, and this whole book, and it's really, you know, easy to read, very easy to read, it's got all the pictures in there, but it's basically asking questions, like putting you in the question rather than telling you about something. So, well, I mean, it's the other part of it is, is like, are they really imaginary, or can they see things we can't? Exactly. Number two. Number two is what yeah. makes me feel. And I, yeah, it's like, Good. I did that with my kids, and it's like, Shannon has become, you know, the talk to the entities, maven of the world, you know? It's like, she loves it, she's able to do things with it, and people learn from her, and makes their lives easier. Yeah, it's, that's exactly right. makes their lives easier. It's like when you have the, the uh, you know, the awareness and, and the clarity and the empowering to actually know what you know, which is what access is about, it's like it, it does make your life easier because you're not yeah. wrong. It's like you actually have an awareness of something. Well, it's interesting because this lady goes on to say, I'd like to hear a conversation about elementary school teachers in the classroom. How do we make changes so that no one slips through the crack? Number one, you've got to be willing to let those who wish to slip through the crack slip through the cracks because, like, they they make choices, too, and every kid makes his own choices. My son I was sending him to a private school. It was costing him a ton of money, and I was not happy with the fact that he just was, like, ignoring school and not doing a good job. So I told him, I said, look, unless you bring your grades up, because he was getting, like, Ds and Fs, unless you bring your grades up, I'm not going to kill myself to pay for the school. I'm taking you out and putting you in a regular school. And he refused to do anything to make a change. So I put him in regular school. And then he quit school altogether at 16. Got a girlfriend by the time he was 16 and a half, who was older than he was. Had a baby by the time he was 17. And it's like, and he's been off and running ever since. And you should see his latest um, thing on Facebook. He's so... Happy, Gary. Like he's, he's so happy with his work and his job and everything. It's very, very cool. I know. It's it is cool. It's like he's actually contacting me and said, Oh my God, I love my job and, and it's like and he finally got everything he's been wanting. He lost his girlfriend and you know, he'd like to lose his mother, but she won't go. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but it's like he's happy in ways I've not seen him happy in years. Very cool. Okay. Engage their reality. Yep. Next one. Lady Ryan, I love you, my friend, and thank you for loving me. The truth of who you be will set you free. Cool. Okay, next one. You want to read that one about creating your body by being you? Yep. Uh, greetings and thank you for your recent program on creating your body by being you. I enjoyed listening to it but was frustrated by your example of what your body would like to eat. 99% of us eat at home, not in a restaurant. Oh, so that's like, um, that was, uh, was that at the top? Yep. Yep, that was at the top, so we've already done that one. Well, yeah. no, because we go into that more. 
Okay. So, uh, but it, so 99% of us eat at home and not in a restaurant like you, Spanky guys. <laughs> um, I would like to hear some guidance on asking my body what it would like me to prepare and cook for myself and my family. Thank you and have a great day. Well, one of the ways you do it is like you can't, you've got to go in and go and look at the store. When you go to the store, uh, you want to look at it from the point of view of, okay, so what, you know, it's like, you know, what would my son want? What would my daughter want? What, you know, it's like, what would this, you know, it's like, what does the family like and what do they want and what would their bodies like to have? And the thing is, it's like you have to sort of be willing to sort of cook in a way in which it allows all the bodies to be satisfied and you don't require anybody to eat all the stuff that you're cooking. And it's like, it's not an easy thing because I did it for several years and I've done it. And it's like, literally, I go, okay, so what's, you know, what's Grace going to want to eat? What's Sky going to want to eat? What's Shannon's going to want to eat? What's my wife going to want to eat? What's my, what are my friends going to want to eat? And I'd ask for there because, like, I couldn't put the attention on just my body because I knew I had to prepare for everybody. So as I began to be like that and do that, I began to notice that certain things would almost call to me from across the store. And I, you know, it's like, I'd buy that thing. I go, what the heck am I going to do with this? And then I get some idea and I'd cook it. And maybe one person would eat all of it and nobody else would eat any part of it. But that one person who was eating it was going, oh my God, it's the best tasting thing I ever had in my life. Because when you start to ask for what their bodies would like, and the one thing as a parent, you tend to get the awareness of what, you know, what your kid's bodies really like. And we keep trying to ignore it. Probably not our best choice to ignore it. To use it is to make it possible for them to choose better as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just to add something, Gary, with Nash, he, he would, I mean, 95% of the times he would eat, he's my son, he would, he would eat not the same as what we're eating. But it's like, okay, and I asked him, okay, what would you like to eat? And usually it's like, um, you know, one of his favorite dishes he calls a Nash plate, a Nashy plate. And it's like, it's like ham and tomatoes and, you know, it's a few fresh things from the fridge. But I give him a place where he can go, where he can choose what he'd like to eat rather than, I mean, my parents used to say, this is what for, what's for dinner, eat it all. Yeah, so, but I like that. <laughs> well, I was lucky. By the time it came along, I was so tired of feeding. I just said, oh, go to the refrigerator and get yourself something. Yeah. You know, she'd go, I want a Coke. Okay, fine, have a Coke. I don't care what you have. I'm too tired to fight you. Yeah, exactly. The funny part about it is, I'd you know, be willing to let her have a Coke, and she'd drink two sips of it, and that would be it. And yeah. it's like I went, wow. It's like all my other kids, because I kept them from eating it, from having it, when they yeah. would get it. It's like they would, like, chow down on it, suck it down as fast as they could for fear it was going to take it away from them. So that wouldn't be a good, that wouldn't be a um, good tip, what you just said, for parents to use with their teenagers, if the more you don't let your teenagers have something, the more they'll do it? Yeah. You know, it's like with my teenagers, I told them, you know, it's like, perfectly okay if you want to go have sex. I'd rather you didn't do drugs because drugs will mess you up much worse than sex will. And most of the things that will happen with sex, I can cure, so it's not a, not a big deal. And they 
didn't do as much sex as a result, and they didn't do drugs, which I thought was very funny. Now, I didn't have any way to judge them because I'd done drugs, sex, and rock and roll until the cows came home. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, you're allowing your kids' choice with food, education, everything. Yep. You know, but it's like you have to allow, you know, you have to allow things to be what they are and not, not judge them. You know, it's like I, I, it's like I think it's so people do this thing of, I've got to, you know, it's like I can control my kids. Uh, good luck. Yeah, I tried that for about 10 minutes. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so, You'll have to look out for Brendan's Gourmet Trading Cookbook coming out one someday. Because it's like, he's amazing the way he'll cook stuff like this. You know, this lady's asking about, you know, preparing meals at, at home, et cetera. And it's like, that are, are pretty quick. And I would say simple in the way of like not that many ingredients yet taste so good. And it's like to have that, you know, that joy with cooking. Well, it's like if you have the joy of cooking and the love of cooking, the result you get will be something that everybody is grateful for. So uh, I guess we've come to the end of our time, and uh, is that amazing or what? It was so much quicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us on here, Gary. Thank I you, am Gary. So, we are both so incredibly grateful for you for the access tools. It's like... Oh, man, I can't even... I can't imagine my life without them. Yeah, and <laughs> you are, you're brilliant. I love you. I would... Yeah. I don't know what to say. Well, I think that kind of says it. I'm I'm happy with that. Thank you so much. (laughs) So glad you guys could be on here today with me. Thank you for helping me with this. Love you lots, and we'll talk to you all soon, folks. Have a great day, and welcome to our world where everything is different than you think. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.